to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Brienne, and Flick. Last week, the party managed to subdue the Node Chamber Guards. One Spine Devil nearly escaped to alert the rest of the Arcanium, but some quick thinking and a well-placed thorn whip on Kit's part kept the creature from getting too far. Just as our adventurers were discussing next steps... Three ice methods flew through the open portal to Cania and stopped short when they saw intruders and the bodies of the guards. How will the party get out of this one? Will they find a clever way to talk themselves out of more fighting? Or is it method squishing time? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. <laughs> method squishing time. All right. Y'all liked method, method squishing time? Yeah, 100%. And you know what? That's already the title. So excellent. <laughs> oh, well, then um, I guess that answers the question. <laughs> we were just discussing what we were going to do. And me and Lydia and Karen all thought there was one of them. And Alex thought there were three. So I, I knew three? I knew the answer. And um, I'm going to I am personally going to bask in this moment of glory on my end. <laughs> because very, very few times have I ever been the one to actually know and be confident in the answer. And um, so I'd like to thank everyone here today uh, for being there for me now and always, really. And um, I'd like to thank the listeners as well uh, for sticking with us I for think I just changed seasons. my mind. There's one. There's just one. Can somebody start the music? To play <laughs> yeah, so play me off. Play me off. Really uh, good. Uh, no, there are three. You are correct. Uh, well done. Um, only one of them sort of spoke. Right. Uh, came in and, and put fingers or fingers, fists on hips and said, <laughs> oh, shit. Fingers on uh, hips. <laughs> just single fingers, right? Uh, pinkies, in fact, make it really interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it was just the one that said anything. Are we are we hopping straight in? Well, oh, there was one other part that I wanted to add to this, which is uh, that Alex has uh, created a very good new bonus content thing that we can do. Those are good words. I speak A bonus good. content thing. Also known as a okay, segment. what is it? Oh, it's a segment. Okay, what is it? We were discussing something before this, and then uh, I came up with metagaming with Taryn. And so I think that we're going to start recording little, maybe even like five minute little sessions with uh, maybe just Taryn. I don't know. It could just be you like speaking into Talking the ether. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, or, so if we I do mean, this and this, right. but I'm going to have Karen figure out this part. That's the part that she's going to figure out. And then yeah. if we do this, <laughs> this is where I'm going to tell Lydia no. Yeah, <laughs> Lydia's probably going to come in with this and I'm going to say no. <laughs> it's already a thing. So so what you're saying is metagaming with Taryn is just Taryn's audio track from every episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hence, what we were do- hence what we were doing right before we recorded we been this here? episode. Yes. Well, that's a that's a fun segment. All right. Well, uh, that's on y'all, and now you've put it into the universe. So have I fun. I watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Any what was particular it called? Movie? Huge. Would you like to tell them what it was called? Because I keep forgetting the title of it. Oh, did you watch Anna and the Apocalypse? I watched Anna and the Apocalypse. Isn't that a zombie movie? It is a zombie movie. It's a movie. musical zombie movie, though, right? It is a mu- musical holiday zombie right. comedy. Correct. It's a great one for this time of year. Um, it's currently, as far as when we record this, not on any streaming service, so you have to rent it. Oh, that's, um, bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. I, How dare I, we pay the artists? <laughs> 
loves it. So it's great for this time of year. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but in between Christmas in and- In three days. I have to edit it tonight. Okay. So it's excellent for this time of year in spoopy season because you've got your Christmas if you're like me and you want some Christmas, but then it's also got zombies. Um, I wouldn't recommend for anyone who is like me and afraid of, I don't know, everything that you watch it when your husband is out of town um, and it's dark outside and it's dark in your house. Um, It's not scary, but, and there's not even jump scares. But like, I don't know, watching a zombie movie while you're alone in your house is not the greatest idea. And you're you, so that makes and even I mean, more sense. Um, but I slept, so, you know, it was fine. Um, but I enjoyed it. Anybody have any brief media wrecks since I mean, last we were here, particularly for spoopy season? No. It's not really spoopy, but I just caught up with The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. And, oh. <laughs> that, it's not spoopy, but it's definitely scary. Oh, yeah, 100%. I have a quick book rack. Yes, please. Um, uh, the second in a series just came out. It's a very, very good. Um, it's called The School of Mance. I think that's how you say it. I have no idea. The first book is called A Deadly Education. It's like it's like Harry Potter in that it's like set in a magical school, but it's super, super dark. Like the school is trying to kill everyone. <laughs> and it's amazing. Highly recommend. Yes. Love that. All right. Well, all of you add to your list. You have your Rex. So there's one of them? I, what? What? <laughs> no, methods. there's three. I was right. Oh, the, methods, the methods, not the books. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about books. You need to yes, put that pause Let's in. play. Deep. Yeah, oh, I will. Don't pause. you worry. Everyone just looks <laughs> okay, at me like, great. what are you talking about? There's your about? spoopy media rex. I don't know what's happening anymore. So we should probably go back to the Arcadium and to the node. You just said that. And I was like, to season one? It was that season two. Season two? Three? Too, I thought it was too season many, three. But. It was season four. Too many nodes. <laughs> I thought Silson was season four. Anyway, continue. Nope, that was season three. So, uh, that's what I thought. You are there. Uh, Three methods have flown out. Three ice methods have flown out from Cania into into the (laughs) node chamber. And uh, one of them has his pinkies on his hips and just said, (laughs) reporting for duo. Shit. Uh, And there is a brief moment where the three of them just sort of just inside the portal are sort of looking around and taking in the carnage of, well, it's not that bad, but... It's not great. It's How pretty big clear are they? what happened here. Um, they're they're small. They're like little, like flying, like puppy sized things. Why do you always refer to it as puppy sized? Well, I was gonna say something else, and then I remembered how difficult it is for you all to hurt things that I describe as puppy sized. Uh, so I said puppy sized. I'm still gonna. And hurt by it. you all, I just mean Taryn. It's not a puppy. It's just not the a puppy. size of. Oh, one. don't it's worry. Still... I have. I'm calloused at this point. Okay, like, good. I'll Thank kill you. anything. How long has it been since we were battling the Spine Devils? How many um, times ago th- was that? More than a minute and less than 10. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I, cu- I couldn't remember what the duration on that was, but I knew <laughs> it's been more than a minute since you cast Moonbeam. All right. Um, you certainly could cast it again, but uh, at the moment, your your Moonbeam has expired. Because you all did take some time last week to discuss plans for Portal and the Node and the everything else. I think instinctively, uh, Flick is just going to point his longbow up there and try and like not I don't want to kill one of these things but I want to get them on the ground like I want to like knock them out of the air is that possible oh interesting tell me how you plan to do that can I go for they have wings on their back right they do yeah they got two little they almost look like bat wings but made of frost 
Uh, yeah, I'll raise their AC for you to take that shot. I will say you are still using like a sharp and pointy arrow, so it'll probably hurt them. But yeah, if hurting you, is if you fine. Hit the I don't want to kill AC, them. It will do. Okay. I will also say if you don't hit the higher DC AC, but hit their normal AC, you're just gonna shoot them. That's also fine. Okay, great. Uh, that's a twenty-three. Oh, yeah. All right. So you zing through. You actually tear through both of the... The one that spoke or one of the other ones? The one that spoke. Okay. So you tear through both of that one's wings, uh, just putting little puncture holes in them. But, you know, now suddenly the the way that the aerodynamics work with the wing... Uh, well, it doesn't work with the wing anymore. Uh, and it sort of goes spiraling around. Go ahead and roll damage on it. I'll have it since you're just getting through the wing membrane. Well, and I don't know if... Mag- I mean, this is not a magical arrow or anything. So oh, that's it's, okay. It's a f- uh, five. Piercing okay. damage. So just a couple of points of damage to this ice method, but it does sort of go spiraling out of control uh, from where it was hovering and sort of lands on the ground. Uh, the other two sort of let out little like squeaks uh, and uh, and fly down to that one that had spoken and try and try and get them back up. Oh, I was going to shoot one. <laughs> I know, I was thinking of doing it too. Go try ahead, and Kitten, and I'll get to you two violence. <laughs> um, while all three of them are on the ground, seemingly, I would assume if they're trying to pull up the other one, they all got their feet on the ground. Makes sense I would to like me. to cast Entangle in the area that they are on the floor. <laughs> oh, I love that a lot. Uh, those are that's strength checks from them, right? Yes. This is where in the uh, Terran metagaming, um, we talk about how Karin solves the problem. Um, this is where that that part. Right. Uh, so the two, uh, the the one that got shot. Oh, the one that got shot should have disadvantage. Does a ten save? No. Great. That's the highest roll. <laughs> so amazing. Um, one of them. One of them got a non-natural one. So non-natural. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they have a minus to their strength save. Wow. We love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they are ensnared and entangled on the ground. Uh, Bria and Vizdira, God, dare I ask? So since I'm seeing this and I'm loving everything that my cohorts sure. are doing, I am just going to uh, walk up to them. I'm going to have my bow drawn. Okay. Um, and, and walk up and like put it in their face. Love that. And Vizdira? I'm going to move so that I'm behind and flanking them. Great. Can I have the two of you who are moving to threaten but not actually attack yet? Can you two roll perception for me? I will take passive for this. Vizdira. 18. And Bria. 15. Um, yeah, both of you, uh, as you're moving into position, you catch a glimpse at Cania through the portal, and you see a legion of ice methods flying towards the portal. Approximately how long do we have before they get here? At the moment, it it looks like they are flying sort of like they are doing the flying equivalent of marching. So they're not like racing towards you. So you have a couple of minutes, but not a whole hell of a long time. We need to close this fucking portal. Um, but who ha- who has high intimidation? I Flick is Flick is going to as intimidatingly as possible ask them how to close this portal. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, roll roll intimidation. Wild. I guess you can have advantage because there are weapons and you all took one of them out of the air and they're entangled. That's a twenty adjusted. Uh, they all like talking all on top of each other. They're like, don't sir. When's the boss coming? The boss is already here. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, she's the boss. I don't know her name. You could talk to the other boss. Mephistopheles. He's through there, and he points through the uh, the portal to Cania. Did you say Mephistopheles? That's because I can't remember what it was, but I remember it sounded oh, like right. cats. Oh right. Okay. Uh, 
my instinct is we got to fool the I don't think we're going to be able to stop them from coming so we got to fool these guys which means probably a big group of us hiding big group and of us then... do you, how many of us do you think we are <laughs> I <laughs> all right listen <laughs> all of us except for maybe I mean they're not going to recognize him so maybe Flick and Mirko hey Bria since you're in this line of thought anyway make me an insight check 17 um so you two things you pick up. One is that um, they are very afraid of Flick at this moment, uh, and will sort of uh, are sort of seeming to be willing to do uh, whatever uh, they are told. Also, you begin to wonder if perhaps some of the reason that they are so afraid of and willing to listen to Flick is perhaps because they do kind of recognize him. The the leader in particular seems to be nervously darting their glance back and forth between Flick and Mirko. Meaning they recognize him like. From a long time ago, or as no meaning, they recognize him as 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 you know uh, the same type of creature and with a passing familial resemblance to the boss lady. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I am going to say I'm gonna look at Flick and I'm gonna say, "Sir, they're here on the wrong day." And Flick is going to uh, nod vigorously. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I, and look back and uh, look back at the one who spoke. And what was his name? Do, do I recall his name? You didn't get names. And you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't ask me. Uh, Stay in character, okay. Flick. Uh, <laughs> I'm being too nice. I'm being too nice. Um, say, take your take your uh, your army and uh, retreat immediately, intimidatingly. I actually want Bria to give me a deception check first. You got it. With that advantage. That was a pretty bold lie. He's intimidating them and they'll do whatever he says, right? Um, I think so. So actually, yes. And it's not just because of the intimidation, but like you all did so many things to scare them. So like, I want to make sure that you all get props for all of the things. Yeah, Kit? I don't want to say it because Taryn already rolled. Oh, shit. But we're all exhausted. Oh my God, you're yeah. all exhausted. You're I'll all supposed to have disadvantage on everything. Yep. Thanks. Inspiration to you. Wait. And re-roll normally. What am I rolling for? Deception. Deception. Okay. Damn. Damn it. I know. That's what you get. You lied. You straight up lied. Oh, oh no. Did you crit fail? <laughs> okay. So here's what's going to happen. That's fine. Uh, they, uh, was it a crit fail, Bria? It was. And, you know, I think it was meant to be because when I rolled with advantage, I got a one and a 19. Oh, so then so when I re-rolled, the talking. one showed up. So this yep, is part the of the story. Talking. Whatever. Right. So I will say, though, that it's so bad that Flick, you'd... Ha- you- <laughs> You don't have much hope that the methods are going to believe whatever Bria just spouted. Uh, so you can try and intimidate them into doing something. Uh, you will not have advantage to cancel out your exhausted disadvantage, though. So you'll be rolling whatever this next check is with disadvantage. Well, can I maybe... Mm, I'll actually correct Bria and say, no, it's not the wrong day. It's actually the wrong time. They're hours ahead of schedule. And kind of like be firm with her as well. And um, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Intimidation again? I don't know what's. What are we? What stupid, are we doing? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, I'll take intimidation or deception. Oh my god, it's been so long. So I'll long. take intimidation or deception because uh, you are doing both, I guess. But it will mm, be they're, a disadvantage. They're the same. So here we go. Well, one was a crit, and the other was a two. So that's oh, a total no. of seven. Um. Yeah, they sort of look at each other. And one of them sort of seems willing to go. And the other two, uh, including the one that you shot, uh, 
not they are not picking up what you are putting down and the phalanx of methods uh, in Kania is getting ever closer. Uh, but they now seem to be sort of they don't know what is going on now, so they've sort of stopped talking, and you can see them just sort of glancing back through the portal every now and again. Are we a su- are, team? Are we good with <laughs> with abandoning this this process? I'm and like just looking at now. y'all, <laughs> like just talking amongst ourselves. Sure, sure. Just one second, you all go off to one side and huddle up. Great. So we have to somehow shut down the portal. Or we can, I can make a wall of thorns and block the portal, but that's only a temporary solution. So, <laughs> that, and, and Kit shrugs her shoulders. <laughs> I think it's a good start. Uh, can It'll we, buy us some time. Can we get Robert in on this powwow? Uh, sure. Yeah, what do you want? Please tell me you have something, some idea or some I- something of how to power down some of this energy in here. Uh, well, I guess if you wanted to power down the node, I mean, it's sort of supercharged. You'd have to siphon some of that magic out. I don't know what that big hole in the air is, though. The other option. <laughs> I feel like this is a terrible idea, but literally the only thing that I can think of is, like, we came here to, to like, whatever, shut down the node. Like, Maybe we, like, I do throw up a wall of thorns and we leave Mirko here to siphon the power, like, explode the node like we were talking about. And we and the rest of us run Book up it. to the top so that we're ready for when the explosion we can, like, I don't know, so jump is, off the edge and this fly This is why down. I look so stressed is because this is what I've been thinking is when this explosion hits, do we think it's going to be big enough that it's going to explode? the entire Arcanium. Ooh, I like this idea. I feel like, yes, I feel like it's probably going to be similar to what happened on the Eastern Island. At least that's my gut feeling, but I'm just knows? wondering if it potentially kills some Samyaza, closes the portal, but it just means we have to GTFO and sacrifice Marco, which is sad, but yeah. Which we are, had already pretty much decided yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, Robert. He's like, you did? <laughs> You're glorp. He's the one who offered. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Robert, what do you know about, like, do you think that this explosion would destroy the Sarkonian? I, I mean, I couldn't say, to be honest, the nodes were never meant to be used this way, you know what I mean? Like, they've they voided the warranty, as they say. <laughs> oh uh, I don't know who they is, I heard it from another plane once, I don't know. <laughs> While you all have been discussing this, uh, I think Mirko has also sort of been examining and doing doing his part of what he can. So I'm going to give Mirko an Arcana check. Mirko is the only one who didn't get exhausted from the cold, so he does not have disadvantage on this. Okay, so 21. Uh, so Mirko, uh, Mirko's going to, you know what, Mirko's going to power up uh, a detect magic uh, and sort of be be looking at this thing. Um, and he will turn back to you all and and uh, basically tell you like yes he did he he was kidding earlier uh, if that is if that is what needs to be done to get to power down the node and everything that is what he will do the Alglorp is fine with that um, but he doesn't and and the explosion certainly might if it's big enough certainly might you know deal with Semyaza and the excuse me and the gate here the portal here. He doesn't think, after examining it for this whole conversation that you all have been having, really trying to get in there, he doesn't actually think that the ongoingness of the portal is directly linked to the node. 
He definitely thinks that the power of the node was used to call this portal into being, but he thinks they're separate. And actually he says, that's good news instead of timing because I might be, it's, I mean, it's powerful. Like the auras are difficult to look at. It's so powerful. But if they're separate, there's a chance I could dispel the portal. It would just be very difficult. Start um, doing it. He, he does warn you that if this is the type of portal that he thinks it is, there's a chance that Semyaza will know immediately. Great. Then get her down here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Um, I'm not opposed to that. Is there a way to siphon the energy from the node basically into the portal to kind of make it blow up from the inside or do damage to Kanya in general? Damage to an entire layer of hell, I'm not so sure. Uh, A freaking crater. I don't care. Like just something. (laughs) Just get the energy out and destroy the portal. It's not impossible. That will so in in terms of like in order of of it will take the shortest amount of time to it will take the longest amount of time, mm. right? Uh, the shortest would be dispelling, but that's also difficult and a little chancy. Uh, medium time would just be blowing the shit up, uh, and that'll take. He's not exactly sure, but like a while. Uh, or the sh- the sort of longest version would be to direct to try and. Uh, uh, depower the node and direct the explosion towards Cania. Um, possible, he thinks, but it would require more precision than just and more depowering. time than we have. Okay, I'm fine with uh, what he's thinking and dispelling, and I'm happy to give him one of my my inspiration. If <laughs> I think we have several options for uh, bumping his role, so let's let's see all of everything that we're doing while he attempts to dispel this, and uh, you all see that that that. Uh, that horde of methods is getting ever closer. In fact, there you can see individual methods now quite clearly. Let's just let's just do it. I think let's just let's yeah. try and dispel this thing, and then we can move on from there, whether it works or not. Do you have any more bardic inspiration, Flick? That I do. Anything we can do to boost this? Because yeah, it's right. really hard to I've get an, past. I've got more precogs yeah. as well to give him advantage. So that is advantage and a D eight. That's correct. All right. Let's see. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be beguiling if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll read those five-star reviews on the air as soon as we notice them, and it's been a minute. So leave those and tell all your friends about the show, too. We are rapidly running towards the end of Season 8, and I don't know how much more we've got ahead of us, so now's the time. We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page as usual. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge for all kinds of cool patron perks. And if you want a little extra perk beyond what we send you, well, how about remember that you will be supporting multiple Patreons through ours via our Patreon at Forward program. We send a small percentage of what we create every month and pass it forward to other incredible creators around the Patreon sphere. You can get more details about Patreon at Forward and our whole Patreon in general by checking out the Patreon page page, but for now, I want to recognize some of the folks who are already with us and thank them so very much for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Ark, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. 
If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest Codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. All right, short and sweet this week, guys. This is a late edit. It's coming at you real soon before the actual drop on Wednesday. So I got to get back to editing the second half of the episode. Uh, You all enjoy however that turns out. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. And happy gaming, y'all. He begins to pull. And this is, you thought he had a time with the symbol downstairs. He, this look, it, it, you can't even see the threads, and this looks complicated. Oh my god. I rolled with advantage, and I rolled a two and a three. So Mirko can tell that this thing is slippery, uh, and he's not going to use his bardic inspiration because he will get a chance to try again, if you all would like for him to. Um, however, we need to roll initiative at this point. Yeah. Bria. 12. Kit. Also 12. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Kit does. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I should have said who's gonna go first. Kit, uh, Flick. Kit is. That's a, a six. Going well, Bizdira. 15. Okay, Marco got a 19. Yes, Marco. Now he gets a 19. <laughs> know, right? All right, we want him going first right now. Yeah. The Mephits get a <laughs> 13. All right, so the good news is uh, Marco can try again right away. Bad news is, if he tries again right away, he will not have the advantage granted by uh, Kit's, I flick's uh, Shimmer Scale ability, because um, he already used the advantage that you just gave him. 
I can give him another one, right? No? You can on your turn, right? It takes an action or something? Oh, uh, right. Or does it just say, does it not use an action? Uh, nope. They, uh, it just has to be declared before the roll. Oh, okay, the so roll. we didn't... Adjust that. It doesn't require an action. Okay, well, that is what it is for our campaign Cannon. now. Yep. Uh, yep. It can be changed if we ever publish. Uh, so, so all right. So then he will have it. So he'll go ahead and try again now. And he still has the bardic inspiration because he he knew he was all thumbs that last time. So he didn't even bother using it. Okay. Uh, this one was better. He rolled a five and a thirteen. He needs to roll the bardic inspiration die. So uh, Mirko is pulling and tugging and dispelling and the methods are coming uh, and they are at the portal and one of them uh, like grabs the edges of the portal and sticks his head through and looks around and sees the methods on the ground and the dead guards and turns around and yells and at that moment the gate snaps shut no way are you serious (laughs) oh Oh my god the gate snaps shut. A little method head just sort of plops to the ground <laughs> and then explodes in little shards of ice. Uh, and and the portal to Kenya is closed. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Yasin Yas is going to come down here. I can uh, feel take it. off, right? Don't we have to disable um, the there are still three. There are still three methods on the floor who are not into this situation. Uh, we can remain an initiative if... You all feel that is necessary. What would you like to do about these methods? I want them to fight with us when Samyaza comes down. That's unlikely. <laughs> that is not going to happen. I am very persuasive. <laughs> it's not magic. I'm going to roll for it. Method squishing time, no? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess we have to. We titled yeah. the episode yeah. that. We might as okay, well that's just true. do all some right, stomping. Well, then, Bizdira, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to... Start kicking and punching one at a time. Kick punch. Oh. Yep. Yeah. 26 to hit. Uh, yeah. Can I have a okay. reaction and tell her to be careful because they exploded or that head exploded? Sure. <laughs> uh, first one is five damage. Okay. Are you attacking the, the one that already got an arrow through its wings or one of the other ones? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, great. I, for whatever reason, am picturing grape stomping. So. I know. Uh, <laughs> is it still alive? Oh, yes. Okay. And uh, that one's also going to hit. All right. For seven damage. Still up. Does a 13 hit? Oh, yeah. For nine damage. So you are just grape stomping this thing, and it's one, two, and the third one, you just shatter this little method. I do need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, This is a 25. Amazing. You manage to save and get out, and you've got evasions. You take no damage as you get out of the way of the ice shards that go flying when this thing explodes. The other two methods also need to make a dexterity saving throw because they are right next to it. That's a crit fail. (laughs) And that's a crit. So, um, (laughs) wild. Uh, So uh, one of them takes, the one that crit failed takes eight points of damage, and the one that uh, critted gets three. No, yes, correct. All right. Uh, it is their turn, and they, the two remaining, like, see the, the one in the middle has exploded. They look up at you all. They turn around like they're going to flee through the portal. They see that's gone. They just like, okay, for Kenya! And they go after you, Vizdira. Because um, <laughs> what else can they do? Um, they both are just slashing away at you. The first one is a 19 to hit. Yeah. And the second one is a 10 to hit. No. 
All right, so one of them slashes into you doing five slashing damage and one cold damage, Which but you I are resistant, take. so that yep, right. so that uh, halves and rounds down to zero. Uh, but you do take five slashing damage. Um, great, next up is Kit. Wait, aren't they entangled? Hooray! It only lasts for a minute. Oh, okay, gotcha, so. gotcha. We're, I'm gonna, you know, Thorn Whip's been working. I wanna Thorn Whip one of these things. Don't wanna get close to it. Don't wanna use a spell slot. So we're gonna go for it. Yeah, makes sense to me. <laughs> I literally, you said a 13 would work. I was like, great, I need to get a three or higher. I rolled a two. Does a 12 hit? It does. <laughs> Amazing. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Boy, so you, you lasso one of them, and we'll say because it only pulls it ten feet, so we'll say you're you know well well further than that, just in case it pulls into you and then explodes. Uh, it won't be close enough to get you. Great. Ooh. All right, that is twelve points of damage. Okay, and this one you just pop this one's head off too with your thorn whip, no problem. Uh, it explodes, but you've pulled it away from everything else, so nobody needs needs to make deck saves. Which brings us to anything else, Kit? Nope. That brings us to Bria. I've got my short bow already in my hand, so I'm going to go ahead and use it. Do it. There's just one left. Uh, it is more than 13. <laughs> Great. Um, and Bizdira is there, so I'm going to get my sneak. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. It was less of a question and more of a... I know it was I, a statement. Do I need to actually roll for this, or is it just going to kill him outright? Oh, no, you need to roll for it. 31. Oh, my God, you shatter it into a million pieces. Uh, Bizdira, make a deck save. Just did. Uh, that is a eleven. That is in fact. These are very low CR. Oh, That's enough. Uh, you avoid the explosion shards and take no damage. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Now that this portal is closed, are we yeah. like sweating uh, in our oh. winter clothes? No, actually, you aren't. Uh, you definitely can tell that like that horrible biting cold has eased off. But it. I mean, it doesn't surprise you, like. It's also cold here. Like, it literally changed the climate on this island. It'll take a little while before normal temperatures return fully. So they're gone. They're They're gone. All three of them have exploded. The gate to Kania is gone. Um, I mean. Can Vizier go run to the door and listen to see if she hears, like, footsteps or anyone, like, running downstairs? Take a perception check, sure. That is a 10. You don't. At the moment, you still just, uh, all you can catch are the faint sounds of whatever that raucous is coming from the floor above. Yeah. So, uh, portal's closed. Good shit. Do we let Mirko do his thing and we get the fuck out? Uh, yes, kind of. That's our, I mean, that's the only real idea we have for shutting down the node, right? Shutting down, shutting we down mean, we shut down the portal. And potentially killing everyone on this floating earth mode. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Does anyone have any gunpowder? <laughs> you know, what we do have is a cloak of many things, question mark. We have beans. gunpowder in there? We there have are beans. I think Mirko, uh, I should say, Mirko is, is sort of consulting with Robert about some things now that the nodes is probably his next... Uh, task. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes back to you all and he says, okay, so here's the thing. This is going to suck for me regardless, but I don't actually think there's something very weird that I don't understand going on with the node. Um, and to make a long story short, I don't think that my siphoning is going to blow up the whole the whole earth mode, the whole of the Arcanium. I do think that Anybody in this chamber is going to be real unhappy when it happens. Uh, But I don't think it'll bring the whole place down. 
So as you're planning, uh, for whatever that's worth, if you want to, you know, try and get Sis down here and and then, uh, but also I don't know exactly how long this is going to take. My guess is, uh, you know, less than an hour, but more than a couple of minutes. I mean, do we think we sh- she's going to come down regardless because the portal's closed now? He says it's a possibility, but, you know, dispelling is not the same as, like, closely identifying, so he can't say for sure. Like you want to go up one floor and cast chatter? Well, that's I, I was gonna try and make a, a ruckus, yeah, something like that, um, or even just like peek through the door and try and get even more of a like um, perceive a little bit more about what's going on, even just one floor up, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take a perception check if that's what you want to do first. Yeah, do I'll go over the door something? and kind of crack it open. Do we still have disadvantage? We do. Oh yeah. Um, that is, that's a 13, so not much better. But my passive is a 17. Um, I think that you, uh, erg. Yeah, so here's what I think. I think as you go over there, you all have been talking, Marco did the thing. Uh, you go over there and you join Bizdira listening. And, you know, I don't, maybe Bizdira says, you know, just, what What do you say about what you could hear, Bizdira? I can't discern much. Like, they're making noise, but I, I can't tell if they're coming closer or not. But it still sounds the same as it did, or is it is it a different kind of? Because well, I think we all heard well, a little bit of it. Yeah. Well, that's that's. I don't know that you did though, because you were the only one who never left this chamber. Bria and Kit and Bizdira all did. But I think as Bizdira says, you know, they're making a ruckus, they're making noise up there. That is not how you would describe what you hear upstairs. What you hear upstairs is like sort of murmuring and maybe like like they're trying to shush each other like someone is trying to get attention you do hear hustle and bustle but it's like quieting down but it's not like that wasn't what we were hearing when we were fighting the the no no okay so i think that they know something's up yeah that's i that's my instinct as well yeah um so maybe let's actually get well this is my question to you should we ask mirko to start the process and see who comes through the door and just try and protect him as best we can. And right, like, let's have him cast invisibility on himself. Sure. Oh, he but can't, he do, can't do that while no, casting. No, I don't think... He, no. Yeah, he will. Ha- it will require all of his concentration uh, to, to do this thing. Okay. But Kit can cast Pass Without Trace and keep him in that to try it's, to... It means she has to stay there, though. Yeah, I think that the... <sighs> What we have to decide is, are we leaving this room now? Because I think if we're like, if our idea is we're leaving Mirko here to fuck up the node and we like, regardless, we have to get out of here. I think like we just got to get out of here. And like, like I said before, instead of doing it on the portal, I could put up a wall of thorns that would give us 10 minutes of time Mm -hmm. um, where no one. I mean, I guess I don't know the details of the spell but in theory that would cause a barrier but I don't know how we can protect him once this gets started if we if we have to get out of this the other thing is is that if we're in the room when it gets to the boiling point like we're not going to be in a good way we're going to yeah we're going to be in a rough place so the question really becomes like do we stay in there and when we start getting close bolt for the floor the trap door on the floor and hope that we get there first. I mean, this deer will because boots of speed. But um, <laughs> doing- for what it's worth, uh, Mirko can't hold concentration on a spell while he's doing this. He would be able to sort of give you updates on like 
how close he is to being finished. Right. Also, it will towards the end it will be pretty obvious because he'll probably start melting. Okay. So right. you know, if we could try to like if Semyaza comes in and we're fighting with Semyaza, like try to stay close to the trap door, um, get Robert down there so that he uh, they're not destroyed, and then um do what we can and maybe use like uh Kit, you have hold person, right? I don't think I have a prepared today. Oh. I think it's Mirko that has it. Right. So, I mean, I can try to stun some Yaza. I don't know if that's necessarily... I'm, I think her DC is probably going to be too high, or her save. But, you know, we can try to stun her, and then the rest of us get the fuck out. What if we put up the Wall of Thorns after Samyaza enters the room? Right, before anyone else can. That's, I was that's thinking what, that, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I actually... I think I had a better idea versus the wall of thorns if the idea is to close the door I can once we close it I can stone shape it and seal the door shut Ooh. and then it's no longer a door <laughs> I like that oh wait that's a great idea mm-hmm. yeah I, if our plan is to escape down the hatch but I right I don't know <laughs> I also this is such a reach but I have tiny hut can I protect Mirko with a tiny hut you have to stay in the tiny hut, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I can't and do anything the... from inside. No, but I can. Can I you can do things from inside? Outside, Hold on. Because you did when we were in the tunnel or in the cave. Spells and other magic effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. Spells, but I have arrows. <laughs> Not that All happens, other but... creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Okay, then, then never mind. <laughs> I mean, you could, but you wouldn't be able to help anyone else. Able... As soon as you leave, Marco then is not protected. Right. So it would be a delicate timing. But hey, I'm into it. That sounds exciting. Whatever you all want. Uh, but at this point, for what it's worth, anybody near the door, it is silent up there except for a single voice. And you can't make out what they are saying, but obviously something's going down. I'm still over there. Can I uh, hear? Is it a specific type of language? Is it? Uh, no, it's it's not. You can just barely tell. Uh, yeah, you can hear a single voice. Can we tell if it's female? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think regardless, Mirko should start casting. Yes, okay, yeah. he can get he can get started on that. That's fine. Okay, and then Kit is. He says goodbye, everybody. It's been weird. Don't. I give him a strange hug. It's not. Yeah, he, it's, yeah. his return hug is equally confusing. Very strange. <laughs> he like. Thanks uh, for your help. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, thanks for trusting me. I guess. Daryl just like give him a salute. Yeah, I was like, I guess I'll just like punch him on the shoulder. I don't know what I don't know what affection to show. I don't know. It's yeah. very strange. Actually, Flick, he uh, he sort of he gets his his components out and whatever and around the node, and then he sort of looks at you, Flick, and he says, "Um, hey, can I talk to you for a minute?" Yeah, now's the time, I suppose. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. So he sort of takes you over to one side, Flick, and Marcus says, "All right, look, uh, I'm not your brother, uh, but I just think you should know." that he doesn't hold the mace thing against you. I'll take it. Um, So whatever that means, uh, I thought you should know. Wow. Flick is very relieved to hear that. And I think that's all he can process in this moment as uh, things are very dire. Yeah. And so Marco sort of stands there for another awkward moment and then just sort of nods and is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all. I think think we both nod at each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So he's going to start casting and... Kit's going to be ready to stone shape as soon as Samyaza comes through this door. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us should prepare some actions. Right. We should make sure the trap door is open so we can yeah. literally yeah. Yeah. Let, down it. I think Robert needs Robert to be by the there. trap door with it open. I think that um, 
I am happy to have a what is it? Uh, searing starburst, sunburst. Okay. Ready to go to attack everyone behind Simyaza. And then somebody needs to be ready to close the door so that Kit can do stone shape. I can do that with Thaumaturgy. Perfect. Okay. Done. Kit, you're there ready for stone shaping. Bria? A question. I can't cast invisibility on him after he begins, right? Or is he, he's like casting... Oh, interesting. You know what? You know what else... You know what I'll give you, actually, is yes, you can, because he is not actually casting a spell here. He's not casting Dispel Magic on this node. He is literally taking the raw magical energy inside of it and sort of drawing it into himself. Great. So actually, I think, yeah, I think you can cast Invisibility. Now that he's begun, can we say that he's started? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. While great. you all so are setting up, I'm actually going to cast Invisibility on him right now. So he goes invisible, uh, and then you can post up to close the door. Uh, Bizdira is posting up ready to, uh, it's not called Burning Hands, but it's no, Monk it's Burning Hands. it's a Stun Burst. Um, so you're ready for that. Kit's ready to stone shape the door. Bria, what did you decide on? I can't decide between, no, you know what? I gotta be true to myself. I'm gonna hide behind where they're gonna come in. Okay, um, it's like behind the door. Yeah, sure. and I, if I see Semyaza, I'm gonna go for her with my daggers. <laughs> Shit, Okay. You all are setting up. Let me have everyone who doesn't want to be able to be seen as soon as Semyaza enters the room make me a dexterity stealth check with disadvantage. Up to up to you if you if you feel it's important that you are not visible. Uh, if you don't give a shit, then don't make the check. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> What'd you get, Ms. Dear? Uh, stealth. I got a 17. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Bria, what'd you get? A 31. With disadvantage? Correct. Oh, because it's uh, it doesn't matter yeah. what you roll. Right. Um, I rolled a 19. With disadvantage, you rolled still a 19? Get it. Wait. Oh, because there's no pass without trace. I'm so used to hearing oh. pass without trace yeah. stealths that I was like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I could do a pass without trace. Eh, it no. sounds like it's, it sounds like you're okay, honestly. Uh, Flick and Kit, you're not worrying about being hidden. I, I'm not that's worried. Fine. Yeah, that's I don't fine. Think so. uh, for what it's worth, Mirko is trying to be sort of quiet about what he's doing back there. You do every now and again sort of notice like obvious magical emissions from the node, uh, but they're not constant. So you know he can sort of. Well, he's going to try to position himself in such a way that uh, those aren't so noticeable. Um, he will have, adv- well, he has advantage because he uh, is invisible. Um, we'll just have to see how well he did. All right. Uh, you all are prepared. Why don't I have those of you who are posted up near the door, which I think is, is that everybody actually? Not Flick. No, let me check the range on my... Well, I have to be within 30 feet, so I'm 30 feet away from the door. Okay, all right, fine. The rest of you are up near the door, though. Can I have perception checks, please? We'll take passive, because you all know that the odds of someone coming down are very good, so you're very alert. This is with disadvantage so still, right, because of the exhaustion. It is with... Oh, right. It is with disadvantage, which means I will take your passive minus five. Oh, well, then, no. <laughs> what'd you get? What'd you get, Mister? Mine is a twelve as a you're roll, s- and if I oh. it, my passive is twelve too. So like, okay, so yeah. you're you're working, you're just getting ready to, to burn. Uh, Kit, what'd you get? A twenty-one. Nice. Oh, girl! All right, okay. and Bria, <laughs> fifteen. Okay, um, Bria, you hear someone coming down the stairs. Kit, you hear multiple people coming down the stairs. That's what I was um, afraid not of. Not a ton, but probably. between two and four different sets of footsteps and whichever one is is in the lead sounds really heavy. Yeah, that is also what I was afraid of. 
Well, that seems like a good place to leave it for this week. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out if this is indeed the end of Semyaza. I can't wait to find out. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Zdira, Kit, Brienne, and the Flick. (laughs) Happy gaming, y'all. You'd be amazed what I can forget in an hour. Let's (laughs) do... Should we do the intro?